Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shereko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shereko. All right, here we go. I'm going to say good hello to all of our guests today and to and our listeners. Uh, thank you for joining us on this call to talk about some Yama uh, flowering tree who has written a book called Tartakean Yoga Nidra. It's a course manual on Eastern guided imagery and creative visualizations. And Samyama, I am so honored to have you here with me today. Thank you very much. It's a great privilege and a great honor to be here. And thank you for the blessing that you gave me. It touched my you, heart. Uh, I I read your email. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I, I'm moved that it touched you so much. Oh. Um, I I wanted to start our conversation by finding out a little bit about you, because yes. uh, because you began your journey in pursuit of evolving consciousness at a very young age. I, I, I think I read in the notes you were like four years old when you became aware of, uh, of something that, that pulled you to this work. How did you begin? What, what did you do? Well, at the age of two years old, my puppy was killed by someone who hit it with a rock. And I found him bled to death. And I was two years old, and I felt crying. And I cried out so loud that I think what happened is that my soul got out of my body and went to the source. It was liquid white flame. Mm. And it was very beautiful. When I come down, I saw a figure of Mahabhatar Babaji looking at him. I didn't know him then, his name, but I recognized the picture that I, I, I recognized him from pictures that I have seen around. And he took me back down and I was calm. And I was okay, and he left. And then, Mm. after quite a few years, when I was five years old, there was a very strong typhoon in the Philippines, and the house was flooding. And what happened was I started belting a love song. And my mother said, God is angry, can't you see? He is angry, that's why there's a strong typhoon. And I didn't believe her, because to me, singing a love song to God was a hymn of praise and love. And so I rushed out of the house, went to the backyard where there was the sight of a river flooding, and there were waves. And uh, I looked, 
and I saw the figure of Mahavita Babaji arise from the bottom of the river and stood on top of the water. I didn't know what to do, so I grabbed the bottle of Coke that was on my necklace, you know, a toy bottle of Coke, and I threw it to him. He <laughs> catch it, and he opened it and drank it, waved at me, and then shrank back into the river. I went back into the house, and by that time, I was so blissed out, I didn't care if my mother was angry or what. So that happened, and then I, after a few years, I was 13 years old, my neighbors asked me if I'd like to attend a birthday party. I said, okay. So I went to the house of the neighbor, and there was a birthday party. It was November 22nd, 1958, and it was the birthday of Mahavitar Babaji. They're celebrating his birthday. So I was very happy to be invited in his birthday, and uh, we sang and we ate a bandara. A piece. After that, there was going to be an initiation. And I said, initiation? I said, this is beautiful. And so I stood in line. And one of the guys said, are you included? Is she included, Master? And Mahavata Babashi said, yes. I remember her, and I was very happy. So mm-hmm. he gave me initiation in the mantra, Om Namah Shivaya, Shivaya, Shiva. And it was the best day in my life. And I was very, very, very high. That was my first experience of the descent of spiritual energy on my head going down to my spine, all over my body, down to my feet. And I felt that from that day on, everywhere I step, when I walk, I feel like prayers are walking under my feet. And my my, my hands are made up of bliss bestowing hands and I was very quiet I enjoyed that very quietly and I became still and Mm -hmm. I was joyful and I promised that someday I will go to the United States where I feel that there is freedom to pursue the path that he took and to seek what he sought. He talked about the kingdom of God lies within. The same thing that I hear from my parents when they talk about the teaching of the Lord Jesus Christ from the Bible. And I remember him saying, At the center of your physical heart 
there is a thumb-sized flame, a radiant, bright, blue flame. It lies there at the center of your physical heart. People have called it the higher self, the advanced metaphysicians, and the spiritual people calls them the light of the self that is ever new. Mm. And no. I said, Mahavatar Babaji, is that an eternal flame? It feels like it. And Mahavatar Babaji said, and I said, I feel great love, great love. Do you feel sublime mercy? Yes. And I said, yes, Lord. I feel great love and sublime mercy. Mm. And from then on, I thought and I nursed the desire to go to United States and start my mission. When I... Yeah, go when, ahead. You know, when you when you talked to me earlier, you mentioned going to the United States. That, that was part of the journey. Yes. Uh, but it was to study, was it speech therapy? Yeah, no. no. I, I went to college here, mm-hmm. and I took, I had a BA. I graduated with a BA in speech arts from Pace okay. University in New York, New York. And from the time that, that was in 1975, uh, but it was in 1972 that I started taking private tutoring lessons in things like persuasive speaking, extemporaneous speaking, impromptu speaking, poetry reading, storytelling, things about group discussions, things like that. I enjoy the power of language immensely. And I Mm. remember the passage in the Bible that says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that rang like teeny weeny Tibetan bells in mm-hmm. my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes. I pursued the path of oral tradition, that of teaching by presence, examples, and in silence, true speech arts. Mm-hmm. And I studied a lot of colors for nonverbal communication. Now, that's that's interesting because your book is a a manual on uh, creative visualization and uh, guided meditation, which from my background is generally verbal, and yet you have written this book uh, in a written form. Yeah. Uh, and so how did how did that come about? How did you um, become inspired to create it in that way? I feel it from my heart. I can feel it from the deepest recesses of my soul, from my heart of hearts, my soul heart. It feels like there is a resourceful state that opens up there 
and belts out this love, endless love, a love that is more than love. And mm-hmm. I can feel the chakra in at the base of my skull, at the medulla of Longata opening up and speaking to me in a voice that I know is ancient. Uh, and it talks about the beginningless one, the one without a second. And I loved every minute of it, and I would feel endless and fulfilled. And so I sat down and started writing. It took me two weeks to finish the book. It took a while to edit it and stuff like that. Uh, but it was, was a, it was a flow for you. Oh, thank would you, you just- yes. Would you describe? I'm, I I remember asking what what would attract people to this this book, and you described to me your cover, and it was so beautiful to hear what it means to you when you see your cover. Um, the the cover of the <laughs> book is Mahabharat Baba G, and. I remember he said he used to channel uh, a woman some time ago when I was a grown woman already, a woman, a Spanish woman. Her name was Anais Nen, and she loved mm-hmm. to say, and he said, memorize this by heart, love is like a fire that does not burn like the fire of a Hindu religious man while in meditation. And he said, to you, I am that man, a religious man while on meditation. And he said, look at what I'm wearing. I'm wearing a monk's clothing, a monk's garment. This represents cosmic consciousness and it will always be like that for you it also represents the inner child the child that you were when I first met you how you have grown and how you have blossomed and one day you will sing the Lord's prayers from your heart and mine, and that's what he said. And so I mm. kept writing, writing. I wrote this book, and I loved it. Uh, most of my students calls it the Bible of the Taoist Yogi Christ lineage. That's the name of my lineage. I have founded mm-hmm. it in 1983, and last January 31st. 2020, we celebrate its 37th anniversary. I have supported it with my income as a spiritual teacher, which I started in 1983. It is a joy Mm. 
a pleasure playing well, in the garden of consciousness. Mm-hmm. I love that image, playing yes. in the garden of consciousness. Well, yes. the book itself is designed to support and nurture us through yes. this pursuit of consciousness so that we can be aware of the levels of awareness and perceptions, even our DNA, according to the introduction. So can you tell, tell me a little bit more about how using your book we can gain benefits from it? What does it actually change in us or how does it affect us? That well, we... um, I would say what you do is first gaze at the cover of the book. And Mahavata Babaji always says, upon uttering my name, you will feel blessings descend on you. And it is true. A lot of people who have seen the cover of the book says, yes, I can feel the descent of the grace of the yogi Christ of India. Because that has how he has been called the yogi Christ of the Himalayan snow. And uh, people who who read this book know it comes from him and no other. It is his gift, his legacy, that he imparted the world through me, through my heart, from his. And, that is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it talks about the higher self, which people talk a lot about, and the role of the higher self. It is the permanent soul of every living human being. Uh, in the company of the temporary soul, which is the soul of the human being after it is born. And so may I guide the people very short meditation? Yes. I would oh, be so great. grateful if you would do that. Yes, oh, it would be wonderful. delightful. I am delighted. Okay, close your eyes. When your eyes are closed, I would like you to visualize your right thumb. This bright blue flame at the center of your physical heart is as big as your right thumb. See it. Feel it. Feel the grace of the higher self the beginningless one, the original being, the Son of God. And as you do, feel this eternal flame fill your heart. Spread, spreading throughout all your heart And as it's 
spreads, you feel the peace of his love and his devotion. Feel the love coming from your heart, flowing to the core of your being and your heart of hearts. Feel the depth, the unfathomable depth of the stillness of God. And hear the silent voice say, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Now I would like you to feel your heart that is now bright blue in color. Feel this precious this treasure of love right on your chest and allow the inner reflection of the light of the bright blue splendor of the Lord fill your whole body from the top of your head down to your feet down to your blessed bestowing hands. And as you do, I would like you to feel the light coming from your body spread throughout your city where you are, spreading to the state where you are, spreading through the whole United States, top, bottom, right and left, front and back. There is love in the air, and the air is cleansed, the air is clear, love is in the air, and behold, the higher self reaches out to the one without a second as he gives his grace to him, his beloved, to me, to you, and each one of us. And as open as we possibly could be to him and to our higher self, you can feel the endlessness of this moment. Feel the grace as it fills your knees, and remember those lifetimes 
you knelt down in prayer to the God of your heart, behold, behold the peace of the Lord and His goodwill. Sadgurunath Maharaj Kijaya, I bow to the venerable feet of the Ascended Masters. Praise be to God and the highest. Amen. Amen. Mm, that was lovely. That was absolutely lovely. Some summer after a, uh, a message like that, it is it is hard to pick up and carry on. One wants to dwell there for a very long time. Uh, it has been such a pleasure to be able to spend this brief time with you. I mean, it is a as a, a practical matter. I would love to be able to give people information that they can purchase uh, to talk, the uh, the book Kartikeyan. Yoga Nidra on Amazon, but are there other places where it can be obtained? Yeah, in Balboa Press. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think those two are the best places to get at. Mm-hmm. And are there other ways that they can reach you or find you if they want to yes. uh, reach out? I have a website, samyamallc.com, and uh, there are news there about workshops that I give or other workshops that I give. I give a facilitator's training for light workers also and a facilitator's training for the Eastern guided imagery and creative visualization called Kartikeyan Yoga Nidra. Kartikeya is the eldest child of Lord Shiva the destroyer aspect of God, which dissolves everything that is sick, weak, and unhealthy about the ego, so that everything that is not the Buddha or the Siddha is chipped away from a person. Mm. And that is the process, to chip away the things of the ego. Yes. It's a very beautiful process, Mm -hmm. and it is heartfelt, heartwarming, and sometimes it is called the racer's edge. I think people in Southeast Asia calls it the dancing woody masters. Mm. I am so touched. It is, and I'm so touched by what you shared with us today. Uh, It is a powerful message to listen to over and over again, just those last few words um, of your your meditation. So we've reached a point where we have uh, used up our time for today, and so I'd like to thank you very much. Is there anything else you, you are called to share at this moment? Uh-huh. I would like 
to talk with you briefly about the coronavirus. Am I allowed to talk about that? Of course, you may. Okay. Absolutely. The coronavirus is a balancing of detoxing of everything in the galaxy and the purifying of everything in the galaxy. It's like the balancing of the yin and yang. And it goes hand in hand with each other. There is nothing happening that is not supposed to happen except that it is by nature, a part of nature, that we take the path of moderation. And uh, it is a hint to the galactic system and to the people of our planet to live the path of moderation instead of insisting on living on two extremes, either very good or very bad, right or wrong. Live the path of moderation. The path to God is the path of a man of moderation. In Asia, it is called Buddhism, the Buddha, and in the far east, it's called the Siddha, the perfected beings who are who took the path of moderation. It is not the path of two extremes, and that is what's happening. It is a very gentle, very beautiful reminder, and those people who are up to respond to the call of this beautiful nature called Earth, we are going to respond to it with joy in our hearts and know that God lives and grace is pouring and coming down and the sun is beautiful outside the sky blue, and the clouds, mostly white. The trees are green, and they're swaying in bliss. And the trees, they are flowering trees. So I can see an emblem of love There was once a poet who said, only God can create a tree. And when you watch trees coming out of this radio show, just remember the balancing of the yin and yang right now involves a dance between detoxification and purification. Purification for young and detoxification for yin. It is okay. It is all right. God is good. And he is merciful. 
in Asia, he is known as chief among the generous. How could he help it except give us the grace that now it is time for a 360-degree turn for the better? And so be it. Now let us help ourselves and make it happen that we help ourselves. And thank you for all those beings who gallantly, generously, and lovingly and tenderly care for us, nourish, nurture us. Thank you for those who continue to provide us with food and shelter to our parents and our children and our loved ones. Let us love each other with our absolute might, for that is the gift that we inherit from our Heavenly Father, that we love and cherish our brethren as much as we love him. Do not forget to love yourselves with your absolute might the way we love God with our absolute might. Let us learn to love ourselves as much as we love God, for that is his wish. That is one of his priorities, that this detoxifying and the balancing of the yin and yang is happening. The yin and the yang are not equal. They are different. They are not compatible. They are complementary. They complete each other like the sun and the moon. And we need both of them. So let us love them with our absolute might and welcome them in our midst. Thank you. Thank you Thank very you. much. Very Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Samyama, your, your benediction on this planet is so beautiful. Thank you so much from the depths of my heart. Thank you. We are so highly blessed by your presence here today. Um, Thank you very much, Susan Shureko. I'm very honored and very happy to spend time in your company. May you be blessed, my beloved, as much as you have blessed many, many, many people who come near you and hear of you and know of you. Thank you. I love Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Namaste. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverruins.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shireko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, Sharing the Journeys of Those Affected by Sudden and Great Loss, and What They Did to Heal, Rebuild, and Where They Are Now.